Oh, snap, snap, snap. The world is finally waking up to the crap that's baked into and sprayed on kibble dog food. No longer can commercial pet food manufacturers fool us with pretty pictures and false promises. This is the raw dog food truth. The view and opinions expressed on this podcast are not intended to replace medical advice. Before starting any raw diet, do research, ask lots of questions, and consult your vet. Well, good Monday morning, Raw Feeders. I'm Dee Dee Mercer Moffat, the CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company, where your pet's health is our business and we're friends. Don't let friends feed kibble. Hey, I want to thank all of you that write in with your questions, uh, your comments, and certainly your reviews. We love the reviews over at the website. Uh, They are there for everyone to take a look at and to help give confidence to about what they're feeding their dogs. Because a lot of people are very confused, uh, especially when they come over to our website. They're like, well, you got so many products. Just tell me what I'm supposed to feed. Um, and, And it's really super simple. It really is. You can start anywhere. I would say pick two. Pick two proteins. Uh, for the first two weeks, rotate those back and forth, go through one row, then go through another row, then go through one row, then go through another row and see how you and your dog like it. Because that's really what it's all about. What do you and your dogs like? One of the products that uh, we really like here at Raw Dog Food and Co. is our Better Bones. It's our Better Bones product. Why do I like this? Well, because some pet parents struggle with whole bones. Now, I'm going to disagree that dogs struggle with whole bones uh, because I've never seen it. I've I've never seen it. Um, But there are some situations uh, like my mom just got a new puppy. She's got a little schnorky. It weighs three and a half pounds. So she is going to start out with our product Wolf Run. We have a Wolf Run Plus and we have a Wolf Run. The difference is the Plus has the bone in it the wolf run doesn't. However, these little puppies still need to get their calcium and their trace minerals and all of the healthy things that come out of real bone. So here's what we're going to do for this puppy for the first week, just for the first week. And then we're going to go into the real bones. Um, I'm going to use the better bones because uh, it's a safe alternative. It's suitable for these puppies Um, You can use it on cooked diets. I don't like cooked diets. I don't feed cooked diets, but it's, you can use it for that. Um, And for senior dogs. All right. So there's no need to worry about choking or anything like that. Uh, It's not an unnatural calcium form. Okay. Which is what uh, some people do have in their dog foods, their kibbles, And uh, even some of the raw diets out there that don't have real bone are trying to get that calcium from plants or from eggshells. And it's not the same. Okay. So um, there's great, great stuff in this better bones. How you use it is dependent upon how much fat is in the food you're feeding. So with ours, it's real super easy because they've got it listed out. So if you've got 10% fat in the diet, it will tell you uh, per pound, you're going to add this many teaspoons. So what I would say to my pet parents and what I said to my mom is take a pound of food. If, If the rolls come in two pounds, which they do, two and five pounds, take it, 
slightly thawed, cut it in half, put the other roll back in the freezer, um, or do them both. It doesn't matter, but it will tell you two to four teaspoons of this better bone mixed in per pound of our blends, which again is not just meat. It's going to have the organs in the wolf run. Uh, and then you can add this better bone. So it's a great, great product over in our supplement section called Better Bones. All right. Well, today uh, we usually have Dr. Andy Harper on the show, but um, we record Dr. Andy um, on on Fridays and then she comes on on Monday. And um, my parents were in town because my husband surprised me with my parents coming to town and they haven't been out here to see me in Colorado since 2016. So it was quite a surprise. I mean, I go home all the time, but uh, yeah, they just walked in the door and I was like, what, uh, you know, your mind, you can't wrap your mind around it when you see somebody that you're not expecting to see, especially your parents. You were like, what, what in the world, what? what's going on here? So it was great. So anyway, I asked Dr. Andy if I could, steal this conversation that Dr. Andy had with Dr. Desiree Draws. This is again about chiropractic. And I think what we see here at Raw Dog Food and Company is the same thing that they see in the chiropractic world for dogs. It is when people find a benefit to switching their diet moving away from the processed foods and how good they feel, they start thinking about what am I feeding my dog? If I'm feeling crappy, isn't my dog feeling crappy? Some people don't ever make that connection, but a lot of people do, or it goes the other way. They get their dogs off processed foods and they start feeding a fresh, pure, raw diet, and they see the miraculous changes in their dogs from seniors going up steps to acting like puppies again, skin disease going away, digestive issues gone, allergies severely, dramatically decreased. We can't change everything that vaccines cause, but we can change a lot. Um, and the same thing happens in the chiropractic world. So if you've ever thought about doing chiropractic um, for your dogs, listen to this conversation. Again, another perspective from someone who's had that experience, how chiropractic changed their life, and therefore they are out there changing the lives of dogs and cats and horses. Here's Dr. Desiree and Dr. Andy. That moment, if there was a moment or that time when you're getting treated for migraines going, do I really want to go down this more traditional path or what about doing something over here? And did you go into chiropractic knowing you could still work with animals? Yes, that was a huge part of my decision to go that direction. Um, the, I didn't even know that chiropractic was necessarily a thing. Um, and then when I discovered the benefits for myself, I was like, huh, can, is this a thing for animals? And started doing some research and um, sure enough, it's a career out there. It's, um, was hard to find at the time. I think still is a little bit, but uh, I was like, okay, what are my options? That's what I'm doing. <laughs> and uh, the path of my migraines was um, kind of frustrating. I didn't have a way, I could only treat them or help get them to go away once they came, but I couldn't 
necessarily, at least with the medication or the, the tools that I had at that time, um, prevent them from coming. So I'm, as they start to become more frequent, I'm like, what, what do I do here? Why all of a sudden am I getting migraines a few times a week? And my only option is to wait until they come and then try to diminish the pain. It just didn't make sense to me. I was like, why is this happening? And chiropractic gave me that answer, told me about how the body works and how it doesn't work when things aren't aligned properly. And it was a, a huge light bulb, just, oh my gosh, this is the answer I've been looking for. And um, as soon as I got into chiropractic school, day one, I was like, this is totally the right path for me. And I wanted to, uh, I went into chiropractic school expecting to do animal chiropractic from the get-go and um, just kind of see how I would be able to go about that as the school was a doctorate in human chiropractic. So uh, I kind of had to learn how to figure out my path in the animal world a little bit more on my own than, than all of my classmates who were very much planning on opening practices and treating humans. So very interesting and uh, really cool how it all turned out. Yes, there is not a lot of models for us out there, right? <laughs> and, and I'm sure you right. hear from people all the time, I didn't know you could do this on animals still, right? Like yes. and you've been doing this yep. years and I've been doing it many more years than that. And it, animal chiropractic started back with um, Palmer the school you went to, they had an animal yeah. clinic. And how weird is that, <laughs> that they weren't the biggest fan of animal chiropractic as I was going through it. <laughs> so politics really kind of played a part. So, But but they still supported it and um, actually got to meet some really cool animal chiropractors that worked around the area while I was going to school. And that yeah. led me to um, other parts of um just, not just chiropractic, but other things that can be implemented. And I want to, I want to know what your definition of animal chiropractic is. Like, how do you see it? Maybe not even a definition, but how do you see it, or how do you look at it? You know, how do you explain it to people when they ask you, "What do you do?" Yeah, that's uh, kind of a heavy question, but um, there's, I mean, tons of definitions out there. And after being in practice now for going on five years, um, my focus of what we do has changed a little. And, and ultimately, my goal is that when we see the word chiropractic, we think of overall health and wellness, the uh, same, along the same lines of, um, you know, self-healing and um, natural ways of taking care of yourself. I mean, chiropractic means done by hand. Uh, so we're not implementing uh, drugs or tools necessarily, like physical tools, machines, or um, applying things to the body. We're just helping the body function better by observing and uh, on both the the conversation side and, and a, a visual side of, of the body and how it's functioning and trying to grasp the sense of what areas of the body are not functioning optimally. And um, starting with the closest part or the closest way we can get to the nervous system, which is the ultimate controller, is the spine. So in order to do a little amount of work 
start with the spine and then see what the power of the body can take over and handle itself. So done by hand, we're motioning the body, looking for um, areas of lack of motion or uh, aberrant motion, giving those adjustments to those places very specifically, and, um, and then letting the body rest and do its thing and see the types of improvements we can we can see from that. Um, generally, chiropractic is looked at as a, when I have pain, I go in and um, the chiropractor cracks me or whatever kind of phrase you want to say, and then I walk out feeling better, the pain goes away. And um, I, it's definitely part of it, but ultimately we should be thinking, my body's not functioning properly. How can I get it to function as best as it possibly can so I can live the best possible life? And that's how I try to approach it for every day with all my clients and my people too, even though I don't see people anymore. But I, I love that. I love you bringing in that self-healing part because so many people come in and go, is that lumbar, that, that vertebrae, that L4 still out? I'm looking, I'm looking at the whole picture, right? The whole picture. We go from nose to tail and it's, you know, I always think it's funny when they come in and they're limping in the rear, but I spend so much time up front because that's what's asking me to work there right now. And yeah. I think a lot of people, they, they treat the chiropractic just, yes, they're limping, they're in pain, fix that. Other things come up after that, you know, you're mm-hmm. working on the front and then all of these things that make sense now are coming out of the woodwork mm-hmm. of, you know, like, oh yeah, he pulled himself on the leash and flipped over backwards and then he started limping. And Oh, I wonder, no wonder you're working on the front so much. <laughs> and, and it's what, usually the third visit, right? When the whole story kind of clicks or the whole story sure. or, you know, dawns on the owner. I remember one dog many, many years ago. I think it was the third or fourth visit that then they mentioned that it was hit by car a year ago. Oh, now this is making sense. Because I kept saying, I'm like, this, he's so off. What's going on here? What's going on here? And it was so many visits in. It cracks me up to this day. And yet, it, it also all makes sense, right? Because you get, they, our, our people with our animals get so distracted by what they're seeing and that it just happened. They don't know what happened, right? But mm-hmm. it's also how many how many years of being a dog, how many times did they flip on that leash when they saw another dog? It's, it's all cumulative. And all that we're doing, like you said, you know, we're finding the restriction or the aberrant motion. We're putting an impulse into the body, and then we let the body do what it's willing to do. That exactly. also drives people nuts because I cannot tell them <laughs> that it... <laughs> In two visits and five hours, they will not be limping, right? Everybody is different. And um, yes, 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 yes. And oh, yeah, what, what's my new saying? Rome wasn't built in a day. Like, we have eight years <laughs> of cumulative stuff that the body has been dealing with. Seeing me or seeing Dr. Desi one time may, most likely, may not quote unquote, resolve everything. <laughs> and it takes time to get there too. How do dogs differ from horses and horses differ from oh, dogs for you? So fun. Um, it's really awesome to watch the horses or feel the horses work with you. They're amazing at 
paying attention to where your hands are and just knowing where they want the work done and they'll step forward or shift their weight to get your hands in the right spot or I'll put my hand in the right place and they they cock a leg and the the adjustment goes you hear the click or I feel it move and it's just like cool thanks you did my job for me this is awesome <laughs> and dogs are just I feel like they are mildly less aware than the horses. I guess I can't say that 100%, mm -hmm. but when they get adjusted and they turn around and they're just like, whoa, I feel so <laughs> good. And you just see it in their face and their tail. Uh -huh. and it's cool to see this, the ones that are terrified of you now or of me now jump in my lap when I go to see them or mm -hmm. they're all nervous and timid. And then as soon as they're done, they're just this big ball of energy and licks everywhere. And mm -hmm. it's just like, that is the best thank you ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How do you know? Perfect. How do I know if my animal needs an adjustment? I think the the biggest or the the answer that would cover almost everything is when your animal is not acting the way they were last week or two months ago or <laughs> the typical dog or, or horse or cat that you see they're not being themselves and that can be anywhere from not feeling good on the inside to uh, some traumatic event and being skittish and more uh, on edge about things. And then the more common things like uh, a, a front end limp or um, they're yelping when they get up from a, their dot bed or um, not picking up the leads that they typically easily do, or they're fighting more under saddle than usual or they yelp when they turn their neck or you touch them and they like wince away from you. You know, I mean, I could go, go on and on, but a lot of the time it's they're the owners are noticing a different or odd behavior in their own animals and uh, wanting to look for natural solutions to the situation or not getting answers from their vet or another uh, practitioner or profession. Right. And and have you noticed over the last four or five years um, playing in this realm that people are not as willing to just, here's your pill, um, or yeah. let's do three more tests to maybe find out what this could be. Um, and they are reaching out to a body work in general, chiropractic and specific, being specific, you know, specifically. There we go. Yeah, I get a lot of, you know, we tr we tried the vet route and the pain meds. They don't seem to be doing much. I go to a chiropractor myself. I wondered if it was a thing for my animal or or on the other side, the I do it for wellness and I know how good I feel and I want the same for my animal. Those are my favorite. I'm like, those are my favorite too. And I, I literally tell them, thank you. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Because it, that also makes our job easier, which... The longer I do this and the more years of wrestling all those animals that did not hold still, um, bringing in an animal that is quote unquote asymptomatic, meaning they're not limping, they're acting fine, they're maybe only eight or nine months old, they may be younger, maybe a little bit older, just to get them adjusted, it's like the holy grail. It's like, oh, <laughs> you're my favorite today. Yes. And it, and it's usually a really fun visit. 
right? Like the dog's like, hey, what are you doing? And hey, that was good. And okay, cool. I'll come back. And and it's so nice to set everybody up for success for when something does hurt. Yeah, when something happens, call me and let's see what we can do before needing to go to the vet and get tests done or add medications mm-hmm. in or suffer with it for three months before you decide to do something about it. Right. Um, and when people take the initiative and start when they're not seeing anything, they have this perfectly young, well animal, they realize much quicker when they're not well, in, you know, they're, they are a little off. They probably notice it a lot sooner and they're going to do something sooner and they know where to start maybe sooner. Because uh, a lot of people don't even want to necessarily even start at the vet. Uh, because it's right. like, oh, they're just going to give me a pill. Or it's only sometimes and they're not going to see it, um, whatever it is, right? Like sometimes it's just so darn vague. I had an Aussie right. in that has been, he's been laying down to eat his breakfast. What, is, what does your veterinarian do with that? <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> sure what I was going to do with that. But, you know, I do have one thing that I always do. I adjusted him. <laughs> And then we'll see what the body does with it. We are body work in general, chiropractic specifically, animal chiropractors, another tool in your toolbox that we do exist. I had There's- someone laugh at yesterday. I, they're like, I've never seen a dog adjustment before. And I did a, just a small thrust and they're like, oh, I saw it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty subtle, but it makes a huge difference. Yeah. I had one gal. My husband was holding her shepherd mix and then she had to hold like the next visit and she was so cool. She's like, this is amazing. I can feel it all happening. Chiropractic isn't just uh, adjusting the spine to help biomechanical issues, but it's a whole body support. And uh, like, I love those clients that are like, my horse is losing weight or not um, digesting his food as optimally as I want him to and I'm thinking an adjustment would help or um, I go for to a dog dog's house for a limp problem and they message me that night or the next day saying his snoring at night was so much quieter we could actually sleep without having to put the dogs in the other room and now his breathing seems like he can he can breathe easier and, and we didn't even think about that being part of an adjustment. And those points are just so huge and part of all of chiropractic and what it entails. It's improving the body overall, not just how the body moves, but uh, so we can, we can address things like, or help improve allergies and digestive issues and, um, uh, just anything from the inside out, you know, if, a, if the only thing wrong with your boxer is that they have, they're taking a medication for heart problems, well, let's get them adjusted and see. I had a dog that I was adjusting him for uh, low back issues, and he was a 10-year-old that um, once we started adjusting him, he became like a six-year-old, like just gained years on his life. Yeah, and it was right. just a puppy again. And she said about a year later, she took the dog in for his regular checkup and the vet was just like flabbergasted because his heart murmur was gone. And I didn't even know he had a heart murmur. And she was, she, she didn't tell me that until she told me that the vet couldn't believe that a heart murmur disappeared. 
And she's like, this doesn't happen. And what have you been doing? She's like, the only thing I've done is chiropractic once a month for my dog. I'm like, that is cool. That is cool. And I tell people at the end of the day, chiropractic is affecting the neurology. And when you impact the spine, you impact all the nerves. And all those nerves don't just go to muscles and joints and, and the bones. Not the, you know what I mean? But they go to all those organs. You have a restriction in that thoracic spine, that mid-spine, that's affecting all the innervation of that heart. You're able to add yeah. some motion in there and get him moving through a, a bigger range of motion. You, you may unblock the connection to that heart, and now that murmur dissipates. Uh, I do tell people there's never a downside. Come on in. Let's right. try it. Yeah. I mean, even if we don't see the results, or at least... Yeah. Doing something beneficial for the nervous system on the inside. Yeah. Sometimes that limp does not change. Oh, but the dog wants to go for walks and follows you around the house and picks up its toys and is sleeping better and is laying on its back, you know, like all these other things um, that sometimes are discounted because, oh, wait, the limp is still there. You've been listening to Dr. Andy Harper and Dr. Desiree draws here in Colorado talking about the great, great benefits of chiropractic work for your dogs. Um, I mean, if you go down this holistic path, guys, you get your dog on a species appropriate diet. We have so many blends. You get them on the appropriate supplements. These supplements are whole foods. Uh, talked about better bones, but go into our supplement section. The two supplements that I think would go perfectly with chiropractic care are going to be the jump for joints and also the green eggs. It's a powder. It's the green eggs uh, with neem in it. And all of these are great for joint support. But I hear the best feedback on the jump for joints and the green eggs. So grab those uh, in our supplement section. Get your dog on the best supplements that you can, the best pure raw food that doesn't have a bunch of junk added to it. Get your dogs adjusted. And I think you will no doubt see a happier, healthier, four-legged friend, whether that is your dog, whether that is your cat, whether that is your horse. Now, I don't know about horse, what you feed horses, uh, that is the best. So I can't advise you on that. But I do know that here at rawdogfoodandco.com, your pet's health is our business and friends don't let friends feed kibble. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Bye-bye. Oh, snap. Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com, where friends don't let friends feed kibble and where your pet's health is our business. Just snap.